This episode is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. If you're trying to get into making podcasts, but don't really have any idea what you're doing, then you should download Anchor. If you haven't already heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how it works. Anchor is completely free and easily accessible. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you could ever want or need to make a podcast in just one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Again, that's anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to start making podcasts today. And now, back to the program. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the TBD podcast with Hunter and Riley. We still don't know the name of this podcast, but we're figuring it out, we promise. Uh, I'm here today with Hunter, my co-host. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing very, very good today. How are you doing? Very, very good. Very, very, very very good, Mr. Riley. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very good as well. I know this isn't an anime episode, but I basically spent all day yesterday... uh, well, watching football, but I also binged a full season of Legend of Korra. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. So I don't know if you've seen that. I know you've seen Avatar, but I don't know if you've seen Korra or not. But that's what I did yesterday as well as prepare for uh, for this for this episode just a little bit. So this is going to be our uh, week. What is it? Week eight? Week a recap? Eight. Halloween week. Halloween week. We probably should have done a Halloween episode at some point, but... Today, while we're recording it, it's Halloween, so probably not going to be timely by the time it uh, by the time this comes out. But that's um, all good. But yeah, uh, week eight weekly recap of the games that happened this weekend. Uh, I don't even remember everything that happened. I just remember being really happy at the beginning of the day because my my Knowles won, and then really really frustrated by the end of the day because my Gators lost. Um. So, I don't know, we can start with uh, the big games this weekend. I actually don't remember all the ones. I need to to look up all the ones that happened this weekend other than the FSU and Florida and Tennessee ones. Um, and then I think it was I think it was Ohio State versus Penn State, of course. Yes, Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. Did you watch that game? I actually did. I I caught I think the the latter half mm-hmm. of the of the um the game and man if here's the thing like you, you know of course since i'm a tennessee fan i would try to find anything negative about other team but um you so you know um the ohio state versus penn state game it, it actually shocked me i really anticipated ohio state kind of like blowing them out i mean here's the thing i mean penn state was ranked 13th in the nation of course but um i don't know they didn't they i think penn state got I think they got blown out by um they got blown out by someone. someone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up. I'll look at Penn State's schedule really quickly. Yeah. I think it was uh, Michigan. They did lose to Michigan. I guess it technically was a blowout because they lost like 40 to 20 something. It was like somewhere in that range. But I, I never really considered it a blowout just because it was so close in the first half. They got, okay, 41-17. All right, yeah, that's a blowout. Ooh-wee. Yeah, they got killed by Michigan 41-17 to a couple weeks ago. Yes. So, yeah. 
and so here's the thing like of course it's not really too good of a thing to judge a team based off of one game but you know i mm-hmm. i was thinking okay if michigan killed them surely ohio state that has quote unquote the number one offense in the nation and a pretty solid defense should do the same thing well no it actually didn't penn state showed up this game and it was a fourth quarter game all the way down until like maybe seven minutes left then yep. that's when the defense i'm not even gonna say the offense the defense pulled away and you oh, know yeah. especially I mean, wasn't it sorry i was gonna say wasn't it just that one guy the jt tool Maloa guy or something yeah, yeah number 44 man. man he was he was absolutely electric and it, it was, was a beast he's a beast and, and and the thing is you know the um commentators they were saying that he was all he was always a, a highly touted um prospect whatever and yeah. The thing is, they were saying it, it was they already knew it was it was only going to take that one game to kind of like really just spark off his career. I don't know if I said that right, but you know, just bring a spark to kind of like his game. And they said that they believe that this game against Penn State did that. And it's it's shown, honestly. Absolutely. I think uh, I remember this guy. I think he came out of Washington or California or Hawaii. I don't remember exactly where, but he's sort of in that sort of um, uh, American Samoa, like Hawaii native vibe, like mm-hmm. like Tua Tagovailoa, and like uh, I'm trying to think of all the players that came out of there, like Marcus Mariota types. Uh, he was highly touted. I think he was the number one rated yes. overall player in the 2021 recruiting cycle, I believe, and then he ended up committing to Ohio State, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, man, this might be his coming out uh, party in terms of like his college football career and like his NIL is going to go up and his popularity. He might become a star out of this game if he wasn't already, at least for non-Ohio State fans. Right. Like, I don't keep up with Ohio State as closely. I'm sure Ohio State fans would probably tell us that this was a long time coming and he was very underrated and everything. But yeah, I mean, he really shined, shined, shone. No, I, I know. <laughs> he shined in this game. Um, didn't he have a pick six? And the and the way that he did it was so incredible. The way that he jumped for the ball and he had a fumble recovery and a couple of sacks. Like, man had a huge game and and really helped uh, Ohio State pull away late for mm-hmm. sure. I think in all of that was in the fourth quarter. Actually, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty close until until the fourth quarter when they finally started pulling away. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was only like what a twelve point game. Like, what was the final score? Forty four to thirty one. Yeah, uh, not even like that far. Mm-hmm. And yeah, see, so yeah, so that was that was a defensive game, you know. Um, that was the yeah. defenses coming out party, as you would say. Um, but what do you think about the offense, Riley? I don't. Did you watch the game? I watched mm, snippets. I mean, I, I caught most of it, and then I watched the highlights afterwards. And one thing that I'll say. I don't know which offense you want me to talk about if it's but I'll talk about both basically. So, I think this game being in I don't know the name of the stadium, but the Penn State Stadium, <laughs> being at Penn State, um the whiteouts, man. I think that's one of the craziest environments in college football is the Penn State whiteout games where the whole stadium is going crazy. It's probably like 90,000 plus fans all in white screaming their heads off. Um, against 
probably I'd say Penn State's biggest rival is probably Ohio State mm-hmm. um, over the years. Um, I'll say that Penn State's offense is lacking, and uh, I don't know if we want to want to want to start off this, but uh, uh, Sean Clifford, the the Penn State quarterback, uh, I want to say you're not that guy, pal. You're All not right? that you're, guy, pal. You, there we go. You're not that guy, man. Uh, new segment. He started off. Yes, new segment. He started off. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. He started off the game with two interceptions, and that ended up uh, like Ohio State had a big lead early. It was like fourteen nothing, and then Penn State's defense actually kept them in the game, mm-hmm. as opposed to Sean Clifford actually doing anything offensively. I- I've been watching Penn State like just because usually they're on around noon every Saturday. That's usually when their games are played. And it's consistently like Sean Clifford just doesn't get up for these big games. So mm-hmm. Sean Clifford, uh, you're not that guy, pal. You, you got two, you got two freshman running backs that are carrying you and Katron Allen and, and Nick Singleton and the, and they're carrying you all over the field. And, uh, and the defense is, uh, is carrying you, keeping in the games. You're not that guy. You're, you're not, not that, that guy, guy pal. pal. You're not that guy. So pal. Might, yeah. might as well sit and, down. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down. Um, I will say Ohio State's offense did not impress me, and maybe that's just I should be praising the Penn State defense more, and like Manny Diaz and his defense. I just realized a couple weeks ago that he was uh, Penn State's defensive coordinator (laughs) since his job at uh, Miami was taken by Maria Cristobal, but... Uh, yeah, maybe that's just props. I should be giving props to Penn State's defense that they were able to slow down the Ohio State offense for that long. And C.J. Stroud really looked like he was struggling um, throughout most of the game, to be honest. So I don't know. I think it was more of a defensive standout for both teams than it was anything for them offensively. So that's how I saw the game. But No, I agree. I, I totally agree with all of that. And you know, once again, giving I will I will give credit to Penn State's offense, even though Clifford, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. But overall, the offense to go against um well even the, the Ohio State's quote unquote defensive coming out party, they still put up 31 points against them. And you know, I mean, you 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 can you cannot expect every single team to be perfect. But like, here's the thing: the the only reason why I wasn't as impressed, even though, of course, Ohio State came out with the win, is because, you know, a lot of people have said before, they haven't played any ranked teams. They haven't played anybody, right? right. So this was going to be Ohio State's first test, right? And and here's the thing. Of course, they, they found a way to um, pull away with the win. But, you know, you would expect if you are the ranked, if you rank number two in the nation, maybe you will pull away a little bit earlier than that. Um, of course, like if you can compare to Georgia's game, and then even though it wasn't, well, even though it wasn't against a ranked op- opponent, uh, here's the oh, thing. We'll get to that game, bro. <laughs> I have some thoughts. <laughs> I know you have thoughts, but yeah. So, you know, if you kind of like compare it to the other games um, of the top four teams in the nation, it wasn't as impressive as the other games. So here's the thing. Like, once again, that was their very first opponent that was ranked. So maybe they needed to get over that hump and we will see um, what they do, I guess, throughout the rest of the season. But overall, I mean, it was, it was, it was a great win, but uh, it looked a little vulnerable to me. 
Yeah, I would agree. I mean, they they won, right? So that's that's the the main thing is Ohio State won. They're still undefeated. They didn't look great, but they beat a ranked team uh, away, like from Columbus, and you know that's the main thing. And now they don't really have another challenge until Michigan. Mm-hmm. So that would be so, a, that should be a great game. Yeah, that is. Uh, if both teams stay undefeated again, now I don't know how Michigan plays for the rest of the year. They play nobody. Well, I mean, they play Illinois. If I'm mm. Illinois seven and one, that's nuts. Um, so I mean, that's uh, Michigan just has to get over that hump, and then they could both go into that game eleven and zero or twelve and zero or whatever, however many uh, eleven and zero probably. They both be eleven and zero for the game. So that'd be crazy if that happens. Yes, that would be crazy. Um, and of course, I believe that the loser, of course will not go to the playoffs and the no. winner yeah. will of course go to the playoffs whether it- well then they've got to they've got to get to the big 10 championship right so i think they're both in the same division they're both in the big 10 east so whoever wins that game goes to the championship and, wins and it, then if honestly and then they win that game probably probably win that game like i don't know who else in the west is going to be able to challenge them like is illinois in the big 10 west i don't know i don't, remember. I don't think it matters um I think whoever wins that game, yeah, goes to the playoff probably. Right. So, I mean, I've always felt that way about Ohio State every year. I always feel like, you know, you see, you can see some cracks in the armor. Like, they're never 100%. I've never gone into a year with Ohio State and been like, oh, this is the team to beat. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. So, I don't know. Maybe they can prove me wrong, but I don't know. I, I, I still think that maybe two or three teams on a good day would beat Ohio state. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. The game didn't tell me a ton except for the fact that, uh, Penn state is they're fake. They're not good. I don't know why they were ever ranked that high, maybe because of their record, but I don't know, man. Uh, I, I always knew Penn state was just not there offensively yet, especially with Sean Clifford at the helm. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Um, but I guess to continue therein on the subject of not being that guy, we have to bring up Trash Levis. I mean, sorry, Will Levis. Okay. You're not that guy, pal. <laughs> that, I mean, just to open up against the, uh, well, on the Tennessee-Kentucky game, you're not that guy, pal. Mm. You're not that guy. Yes, you're not that guy. I didn't really watch a ton of the Tennessee game because I knew it was going to be a blowout. Because as a Florida fan, I already knew. Will Levis was not that guy. You're not that right? guy, pal. I say, you're not that guy, pal. I saw so much draft hype about Will Levis just because he looks like a uh, like a prototype NFL quarterback, but he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. He has a nice looking arm. He throws well, um, but I don't think he he he's there yet. And maybe he'll turn into Josh Allen, but maybe not. Maybe like not. it took through what it took like three years of development in a good organization for Josh Allen to become what he is. So, and on Saturday night, Will Levis, based on the stats alone, I didn't even watch the game and I could tell what he had three interceptions and he had 98 yards passing, 98 yards passing against Tennessee's defense, who you know they're no slouch, the ranks last in the what in the nation on defense. Right, exactly, which is crazy. Well, they're low. They're, they're low. Uh, Will Levis should be able to score on them, you know, and he's got Chris Rodriguez back there, so he should, it's not like he doesn't have any weapons 
on offense to throw to. Mm-hmm. So, or, or, or to hand off and like distract from, like, he's not the, it'd be one thing if he was playing with a totally terrible team and we're not going to talk about that offensive line, but with a totally talentless team, but he plays in the sec with a ranked team. Like they're not a bad offensive team, but man, Will Levis is, is proving otherwise to be not that guy you know not not that guy yeah exactly now you actually watched the game so i want to hear what you thought about will levis obviously you think he's not that guy but (laughs) what about him and his performance or maybe what about tennessee's defensive performance led you to thinking he's not that guy well before i get into that i've always thought this for like the past two to maybe three years i've always thought that Rodriguez has always carried Kentucky's offense on his back. Oh yeah, and it, it, because like without him, the offense isn't. I mean, of course, like you you you, ha- you do have to establish the run game first, but like still, he it, he he was their whole offense. And so going into the game um, against Kentucky, I already knew if our defense can stop Rodriguez, we're stopping. Well, Will Levis, we're not worried about him. But here's the thing: like my my initial thoughts on him, of course, were you're not that guy, pal. But um, not that guy. you know, here's the thing: he made a lot of bad throws. When I say bad throws, I mean I'm meaning like he should not have thrown it. Like, um, it just wasn't smart throws at all. Um, I think okay, so maybe okay, the first interception wasn't his fault. You know, he here's the thing: he kind of did um, kind of air the ball. To the um he put a little air up under the ball giving it to his wide receiver on the slant and then our our um who was it Nico slaughter our db just absolutely just laid into that wide receiver that's perfect form tackling i loved it and then of course it popped out of the guy's hand um our linebacker um i think it's juan mitchell he of course grabbed the ball out of the air and just took off to the other side so i mean here's the thing that wasn't what Levis' fault he he should have zipped it in there a little bit more but like that that wasn't on him okay but we go to the second interception well actually he should have had another interception um and literally that was on the drive the only drive that they actually got into the red zone and scored but Mm -hmm. that was a bad play on our part we should have had an interception so he really should have thrown four interceptions but yeah so going to the second interception he um once again he forced that ball in there when he shouldn't have. Like our guy was smothering his wide receiver and he still tried to force the ball into that tight, tight hole. And then of course we come up with the interception. Boom. Easy work. So then we go to um the third interception where he drops back. You know, our D line is um of course giving him pressure, um, QB Harry's. And then um he just just lobs the ball down a sideline. Really, I believe he was expecting like a miracle catch or or something because once again, our guy was all over his wide receiver. Maybe he was expecting his wide receiver to jump up and attack that ball, but well, it was our defensive guy that attacked the ball and c- come up with another interception. So yeah, he that was a lot of unsmart throws on his behalf i think majority of his completions were behind the line of scrimmage because they you know they couldn't do anything but throw screens so um yeah overall not impressed at all i really hope after um 
game against Tennessee, I hope that these NFL scouts will finally understand Will Levis is what? Not that guy. You're not that guy. You're no. not that guy. Yeah, I don't know what the if the scouts care more about like maybe the potential because very similarly, maybe not completely the same to Will Levis, uh Anthony Richardson, our quarterback uh at Florida has not really lived up to the potential yet. Now, this is his first year as a starter and blah, blah, blah. He'll be back next year, and he'll be really good, I think, next year. But, Nate, despite him having a lackluster, I guess, year uh, compared to expectations, he's still, like, up there in the draft. Like, I don't understand Mel Kuyper and, 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 and uh, I'm trying to think of the other draft people, but, like, Mel Kuyper specifically, who still got him, num- like, in the 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 first round being drafted and um, don't understand the same thing with will levis why is he the first Q- qb getting taken off why is it not cj stroud or bryce young these proven college quarterbacks is just because they're shorter they don't look like an nfl quarterback like i don't understand the like the process you know that goes on in the scouts heads i don't i don't get it no i totally agree um but here's the thing um no matter how much attention you get, you only can play as good as you play, if that makes sense. So even if yeah. he becomes a first-round um, QB, he might be a bust in the NFL. I mean, here's the thing. They they did it to him. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, actually, one, one thing about Tennessee before, sorry, before we go to, before we go to that is uh, how is he not, uh, number one, the Heisman favorite, if he isn't already, and number two, how are the NFL scouts have him as like the fifth best QB in this draft? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I I don't know. I have no clue. I, I actually thought that he was the front runner for the Heisman. I mean, what I've seen, you you know, is. you have different like um platforms. Like you have ESPN, and then you have was it? I I don't know the different platforms that that or whatever that kind of like say it's tell you tell you these things. But I don't know which one to kind right. of like rely on. But I mean, according to ESPN, he is the front runner. So I don't know. Right. Are you? I usually pay attention to ESPN, but honestly, usually there's a like a front runner, like a this is a no brainer. Like I don't remember the last time we've had a Heisman winner that was like contested <laughs> or like not unanimous. Like certainly not who who won last year. Uh, Bryce, Young. Bryce Young was the clear favorite last year. Some people might say Will Anderson should have gotten invited, but he wasn't even mm-hmm. there. Um, who won before that? Devonte Smith, like he was the clear winner that year. Uh, Joe Burrow won the year before that. Lamar Jackson won before that. Like so, or Kyler Murray probably won before that. So, we haven't really had like a contested Heisman in a really long time. I feel like so it might be interesting if there's a little bit of a debate between Hendon Hooker versus. I mean, I guess C.J. Stroud is your next biggest one, but he didn't impress me at all. So, and Hendon Hooker every time he plays a game, he impresses the hell out of me. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see about him. He should clearly be the front runner if he's not already. But anyway, uh, we can talk about Georgia, Florida if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear your thoughts, yeah. man. I'm ready to hear yeah. your thoughts. Man. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about the game before I just start getting screaming? Uh, um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, okay. I felt like I remember, I remember you checked in at one point, like you were telling me you were like, oh, our defense is playing good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. around 25. 
I mean, here's the thing. Like, the, the defense, um, you know, impressed me a little bit. I, of course, I didn't watch the whole game, but from the time that I was mm-hmm. watching, they, um, you know, I think, what, Stetson Bennett threw two interceptions in that game? Oh, so, yeah. He he could be on the, you're not ca- that guy list, too, this week. Yeah. He, he, he looked Yeah, bad. you're not that guy. You're not that guy, Stetson. You're not that guy. Well, last, well, this previous week. But, um. Yeah, this last week you definitely yes. but um so I mean my initial thoughts were yeah okay Florida's defense showed some promise um I felt like um the offense left some points on the field there um from what I've seen so I'm just you know in my mind I'm thinking what if they connected on a few of those um what are we looking at in the game now oh <laughs> I already know I'm just kind of like. I'm it's just triggering. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm triggering a lot of memories and <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, and I'm just kidding. No, it's okay. No, no, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, here's the thing. Just like I said about um, you know, Ohio State, Georgia kind of looked vulnerable in that game as well. Here's the thing. I, I know it was kind of like maybe people will say it was over in the third quarter, but like to me, their offense looked one dimensional, and you know, I, every everybody besides was it. Brock Bowers, whatever his name is. Brock Bowers. But it's just like yeah. they're they're not the to me personally, the, as far as like the wide receiving core, they're not that guy. <laughs> the whole Georgia offense minus Brock Bowers. You're, you're not, not that, that guy. guy. <laughs> but so it, it, here's the thing. Okay, that one catch, man. Y'all y'all played that well, but it it just bounced off uh, the helmet. Come on, man. Uh, that that was that was ridiculous. I'm like, okay, okay. But I don't know. To me personally, when you here's the thing, Georgia hasn't really had a lot of plays like this. But when you, when a lot of your scoring or whatever comes from plays like that, where it just it it seems like a lucky thing, luck of the bounce or something like that. I, I don't know. It's just yeah. like I'm not sold on it because it, that just tells me that you have to have stuff like that happen or work for you in order for you to win. Um, but here's the thing. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the full game. So I, th- this is something that you have to dive deep into and dissect and let us know what was mm-hmm. going on. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Well, I'm all ears, man. Um, okay. All right. So I'm going to give I'm paint a little picture just like real quick to tell like a little story about <laughs> Georgia. Story time. Story time. Story it's your popcorn, time guys. With. Get your popcorn, butter it all up. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Georgia-Florida is the biggest game for Florida every year. Besides maybe maybe the Tennessee game, maybe maybe um, FSU, maybe. But Georgia's our like, biggest rival probably right now. Um, we go into the game. All I want is for us to just cover, right? And, the, and, the, and the, I think the point spread on the game was like 23 points. So that's doable. Right? Okay? But yeah, we were like minus 23 and a half or something. Or uh, Georgia was minus 23 and a half. Which, if you don't know what that means, it just means that Georgia was favored to win by 23 and a half points. Don't ask me about the halves. I don't know how that works. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I just wanted us to cover. Because nobody expected us to win, and we didn't. But, um, I will say, the first... Uh, quarter they dominated pretty much I think they had a couple of three and outs and our defense uh, all right I'll give our defense credit for how we played against LSU who is actually better than we thought they Mm -hmm. were and for how we played against uh everyone else except for maybe Tennessee I mean Tennessee we held you to 38 somehow and like every other team 
you've scored like 50 plus on so i don't know if it's just something about that game sorry i don't know it i was I was just about to say um, real quickly that, which is weird because it seemed like we were yeah. moving the ball at will against you guys. That It, it was, I mean, not to, not like that, yeah. but it, you know what I mean. But it, it seemed like we were moving the ball pretty easily. And up until that point, I think, I feel like that was the best we've moved the ball. And then we only put up 30, I hate to say only 38 because oh, that, yeah. that's, that's only still, 38, yeah. Oh, Tennessee fans are spoiled now, man. Only 38 just, but anyways, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> No, I, I think that's totally fair. I think maybe you guys fumbled it once or twice against us. So you were moving it down the field. But I think the best thing about the Gator defense, and this they're kind of inconsistent in this uh, regard, uh, is that they bend, but they don't really break as much as they do. In, in Like anywhere in between the 20s, they're free game. They just let you throw the ball all over them. They can't stop a damn thing on the in the run game. And there's a reason for that. And I'll say, it's because we're so thin on the D line because we just we don't have anybody. But our recruiting class is going to fix that. Uh, mark my words. Um, uh, also, um, side note, I heard that what's his, I think Cox got let go today. Yes. Yeah, so Brent Cox Jr. got let go. He's no longer part of the team. We don't know why. Billy Napier just said uh, we're going to keep that to ourselves. Uh, there were rumors that maybe he punched somebody on the Georgia team after the game or maybe in the end zone or something. I don't know. I just know he's not on the team anymore. So that sucks because he's probably our best pass rusher. So, yeah, that was fun. But, um, yeah, so basically uh, we can't stop anything in between the 20s. But in the red zone, we're usually pretty good. Right, so that may have been why you guys only got 38 against us. Yeah, only 38. <laughs> and that may have been why we were able to hold on in this game. Now, I'd say turnovers is probably the biggest thing that went in our favor this game because Stetson Bennett threw two atrocious interceptions. Um, I don't remember which one was worse, but he should have thrown a third one with that Brock Bowers pass that you mm-hmm. told us about earlier. And when I saw it in real time, I was like, it was in slow motion, and I knew that mother. Uh, <laughs> I I'll ble- go ahead. I'll bleep I, it out. I, I knew that motherfucker was gonna catch that damn ball, man. <laughs> I knew, and it was bouncing, and it was like, oh my god, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a catch drill or not tip catch drill. drill. What's tip the drill. drill called? Tip drill. It's like a tip drill. You got this. It was Bernie, I think. Who people give a lot of crap for to Bernie for no reason, but Bernie, it, it just turn around. It's it's on your head. It's bouncing off your helmet. And it just lands in Brock Bauer's freaking hands, and he's gone. And I'm just like, oh yeah, my that was God. so wild. So, bro. yeah. So they really got a lot going for them. And then I also don't like doing this, as you know, but the refs were terrible this game, and they were giving everything to Georgia. Um, there was one play where it was like third and something. Uh, they were going into the red zone. And there was a pass interference call. And I was like, yes, it was clearly offensive pass interference. Like McConkie does a little shove off of Jason Marshall, our best cornerback. And it's clearly pass interference on the offense. And then they go pass interference on the defense. And like even even Gary Danielson and um, the other guy who took over for Vern Lundquist, I forgot his name. But the other guy, the the commentators were like, oh, no, that was uh, offensive pass interference. Yes. <laughs> So a lot of stuff happened that really went George's way. Um, now, I'm not saying they weren't the better team. They were the better team, but they didn't play a great game. We could have beaten them if we capitalized on the turnovers more. And, you know, I don't want to just blame it on the talent gap, but they clearly have better five-star. Like, I think they showed a graphic that was like, 
They have 25 five stars, Georgia does, on their team, and we have like two in the last three years or something like that. Yeah, so, you know, there's a talent gap, and the game will be more competitive next year and the next year after that. I firmly believe that, but we did cover. So 42 to 20 was the end, and uh, I wasn't too angry about it uh, because I didn't expect to win going in or expect to be competitive. So... It was 20 to 3 at half, and we, we came back. We made it a game. It was 28 to 20. Could have been 28 to 24, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll give our defense props uh, minus Brenton Cox, who punched some guy in the face for some reason. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely not our best game, but not our worst game. So I'm, I'm not too angry. As much as I was giving, like, vibes at the beginning, like being so angry about it, it's just because it's Georgia. Right. If it wasn't Georgia, I wouldn't be that angry about it. But they're just so obnoxious. And Kirby Smart, especially. Like, I think it was the end of the game, and he was still, like, going for it on fourth down and everything, like a dick. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I'll bleep that out too. Beep. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if we're making this kid friendly or not. I mean, the, the bleeps are funny because every time I listen to it and I hear a bleep, it's I know it really gets me funny. every time too, even, even while yeah, I edit it. So. All right, so I'll try to limit my cursing, but anyway, that was my experience for Florida, Georgia. That was a long-winded rant, but no, it's, uh, but anyways, yeah, so that was fun. But I enjoyed watching it, even though we lost. Uh, I think we saw a lot of promise out of the guys, and I think the future of the Florida football team is uh, in good hands, as the Allstate guy says. So, yeah. So. You're in good hands. Are you in good hands? Yeah, exactly. Are you so. good hands? <laughs> Yeah, yours is like what your voice is way better for. It. I don't know why I'm it's black. like deeper. It's, <laughs> well, that might have something to do with it. <laughs> I just can't, I I just can't do the like the 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 buttery like smooth like <laughs> are you in good hands, you know? <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, I think Florida is going to be better in the future. Mark my words. We're going to win 9 games next nine year. Games. You can book it. Book it. Hot take. Book it. Hot take. Put it down in your calendars. Hot take. Nine wins, Gators next year. And my prediction this year was eight wins for the Gators, and I still think possible. that's still possible. So, yeah. But yeah. So overall, pretty good games this um, weekend. A few disappointments. A few yeah. you're not them. You're not that guys. A lot of you're not that guys. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, some interesting football games up for next week and of course we will cover that after the games are played but um mm-hmm. yeah and we can make predictions now if you want to or we can i don't know whatever you want to do i'm trying to pull up the schedule right now okay actually. sure thing we'll we'll do a brief a brief um prediction you know just we'll say yes. who we think we'll win brief and we prediction. think if we'll if they'll cover yes i'm pulling it up it's not working <laughs> give me a second give me a second i don't know it keeps going to penn state ohio state that is not what i want well while he's pulling that up guys i want to talk to you today <laughs> with my siri voice and i want to bring up our sponsors our sponsors for today are cheese and fries <laughs> companies that make cheese and fr- will put cheese on fries thank you so much for sponsoring us today um that million dollar check was very beautiful in the bank account um we will give oh half God. of it to i don't know to i don't know we're not giving half of it to anyone <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping it right i need to go to college so half of it goes to college fund the other half goes to rent and luxurious spending yeah. 
So, yes, our our vacation. So once again, yeah. thank you, um, cheese and fries for sponsoring us. Fries, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Are you ready to do predictions? I am ready week? to do predictions, Mister Riley. Okay, are you going to use your Siri voice the whole time? <laughs> all right, Siri voice is done. Siri I mean, I don't done. know, man. It just kind of reminds me of the TikTok voice. The, the like, yes. Are you going to do this voice the whole yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like Paul. You know, they say instead of POV, yeah. they say Paul. Pop, You're not that guy. I don't pop, know. When I come home from getting groceries <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, okay, man. okay. Uh, all right, let's see. I'm trying to find the good games. There are none. Um, well, okay, there's one. So Georgia, Tennessee. I don't know if we want to go with this one first, but it's the biggest game of the week, obviously. Who do you have and why? Georgia, it's in Athens, right? So you're not in Knoxville, finally, for once this year. Jeez. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just being honest. What, who did you play? You played like Pitt at Pitt, and then like, who else have you played in like away? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Proves my point like, exactly. It feel, like we, it feel like we played every single game at home. I know, man. I mean, I'm sure but, y'all will travel well, but anyway. Yeah, but the, the rest, the rest of our games are like away from right, most right, right, right. So okay, so point, the I mean, dogs right. are eight and a half point favorites in Athens, which is kind of crazy to me based on both teams' performances in the last couple of weeks. So who do you have? Number one, Georgia. Number two, Tennessee. What's going on here? Hmm. So, you know, here's the thing. Um, a lot of people will be mad at me for saying this, but I will say this to keep my, you know, my playoff prediction thing alive. But oh, I, I will say that Georgia wins this game. You know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, if we if we go at this thing logically, um, you know, Georgia's been dominant more consistently. So I, I believe that they can they they maybe will find a way to pull out and win i don't know but here's the thing in order for them to win stacy bennett will have to play maybe i ain't gonna say the best game of his life because here's the thing our defense isn't all of that but um he will have to play a pretty solid game he has to be that guy this week he's honestly. gotta be that guy yeah. and um honestly i will say if georgia's defensive line i don't know too much about them but if they can get to hendon or at least give him a QB pressure or give him a few QB pressures, I feel like they will maybe pull out the win. Will they cover? Eight no, I don't. I don't crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they will cover. If anything, they'll beat us by a touchdown. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm saying that to keep my, um, yeah, my keep playoff. The prediction alive. The prediction alive. But, you know, of course, I want Tennessee to win. If Tennessee, but I truly believe if Tennessee continues to play the game that they've played um, offensively, I believe that Georgia will not be able to um, go blow to go go blow for blow with us on um, yeah. offense, and I believe that we'll pull out. But I'll just say Georgia. So you're you going for Georgia or Tennessee? I know I, I'll say Georgia <laughs> um, just to keep the playoff prediction alive. Um, okay, okay, okay. Georgia, and they don't cover. Okay. All right, so I think I would agree in saying that this is more about can Georgia's defense stop 
Tennessee and Hendon Hooker's offense. And I'm going to say they can't, but I still want to also go at Georgia. I feel like the home field advantage is really, really big for Georgia. I think Stetson Bennett is going to be that guy, or at least enough of that guy that Georgia pulls it out. I think Tennessee's defense isn't going to be able to withstand the three tight end set. I mean, the Georgia's tight ends like unit unfair, man. is unfair. Um, how many? And they're not even using all of them. They're using like two of the four that they have. Um, and I think Georgia just has a better overall team. I just think they're more talented. So I think talent wins out today. Um, not today. Next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I, I don't know. This one's really hard. I think this is one of the hardest games to pick because I really never know how that game goes every year. But I'll just go with Georgia, and I will say they do not cover either. I think it'll be a field goal. I'm going to say like 31-28 or – well, that's not true. It should, it'll, it'll, it'll be more scoring than that. I'll go with uh, like 38-35, something like that. Okay. Um, let's see. Are there other good games this week? <laughs> okay. Alabama-LSU. Okay. Not a bad game, right? <laughs> not a bad game. Okay, so how is LSU 15th? Okay, Alabama, number six, Alabama, versus number 15, LSU. It looks like it's in Death Valley, which is why it might be a closer game. Alabama's favored by 13, 7 o'clock kickoff. What do you think happens in Death Valley, Mr. Hunter? Um, well, before I say that, you know, um, everybody is saying that LSU is in a great position to win the West because I mean if if they if they beat Bama they will win the West because I think they all are already in first place. No way. They, I really I, you can look it up. I they are. Oh in first my place. God, they are. Even though they've lost two games, they're going based off conference conference yeah. wins. I it's don't know. LSU, Ole Miss, and Alabama are all four and one in the conference. Mm-hmm. And they I think they have LSU first, Alabama second, and then Ole Miss third. Yeah, Ole Miss third. Well, I mean, they're all four and one, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But if LSU beats Alabama, then they'll be number one for sure. Did Ole Miss beat LSU? No, Mississippi State? No. Okay, so Ole Miss... Ole Miss and LSU and Alabama are all the same right now. But if Alabama loses to LSU, then it'll just be LSU and Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, That's crazy. it is crazy that they have the quote unquote opportunity, but honestly, yeah, um, honest, I, I say Bama wins this one. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's here's the thing. Um, Jaden Daniels is he has been that guy. He really has been that guy yes. lately. Um, since the Tennessee game, he's been that guy. It's the Tennessee game, but once again, I think talent beats out um, sheer willpower this week willpower or, <laughs> nice. i don't know you can call it willpower i don't know but sure, uh, sure, sheer sure, determination sure. sheer determination yeah. something but anyways yeah alabama wins this and i believe that they will easily cover i'm being honest with you oh dude i agree i think alabama easily covers this game i think lsu there's one of the most confusing teams in college football very inconsistent. Uh, they're so inconsistent um I watched them at the beginning of the year. Now, it's hard to judge a team at the beginning of the year, obviously, versus what they are now. But we should know what they are now. And I have no idea what to expect from LSU every week. 
So I'm going to go with consistency, and I'm going to go with old Nick Saban and Bryce Young and company, and they take care of business in Death Valley, and I think they do cover as well. I think they win by like 17 or so. Okay. So Alabama wins. Now, this isn't a ranked game or have any playoff implications, but I want to pick it because I'm a Florida fan. So... (laughs) So, Florida goes to A&M next week. Uh, Ooh. A&M is favored by three. Now, they're in a dumpster fire situation, uh, recruiting-wise and just culture-wise. Like, I don't know if you know we'll about We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about that for sure. Um, Jimbo Fisher is not that guy right now. Not that guy. For the, for the program. Do you think A&M and their stellar top five, I'm going to say, defense, <laughs> top five defense can can outlast Anthony Richardson and the Florida Gators as they come in after, after a, uh, a shocking defeat <laughs> to Georgia. Man, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll have to use the bleep on my end this time, oh. but hell no. Honestly, I'm sorry. It, it, Texas A&M, they are straight trash right now. Here, here's the thing. Oh. I, I would say the coaches, I, I wouldn't say the players. I will say the coaches, the coaches have not, and I I repeat, have not put their players in the best position to win games. Texas A&M don't cover, and I believe that Anthony Richardson and um, the Florida Gators will pull out with this win, honestly. Okay. What, I, do you have a score I, prediction? Oh my goodness! Why you gotta do this to me, man? I just gotta ask as the Florida fan. I have to know. <laughs> okay, uh, you give me hope when you pick us for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is he picking us? But I like it. I, I, I love it. I believe y'all will win this game. Um, I feel like it, it. It will be a close one. I feel like it will be a defensive game. But I say, Anthony Richardson and the Florida Gators will pull out with the win. Um, the score is twenty-seven. 27 to 14. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You think we hold A&M to 14? That's awesome. 14. Oh, I forgot y'all lost Cox. I'm um, sorry. Uh, okay. 20. He's not that important. <laughs> I know. I, okay. I, okay. Let me change that. 27, 17. Okay, oh, wait. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I appreciate that from a non-Florida fan. Um, oh, God. Uh, I the thing is about AM is they've beaten us the last two games, I think. And I, I'm just never confident against Jimbo. I think the Gators are 0-8 against Jimbo in their last eight games, obviously. My goodness. Um, yeah. But that was also when he was at uh, FSU as well. Oh, so that's different, man. So it's different. It's a totally different, uh, totally different team, but I still think it is an interesting stat and may hold some some uh significance uh, significance yes thank you i just forget words sometimes significance (laughs) it may have to hold some significance in this game um i do think we win but i think it'll be close i think maybe it's gonna it's this is gonna be an ugly game there's two teams that are not there they're not that guy right now and (laughs) I think we pull it out maybe like 2017, maybe, if we're lucky, honestly. If we beat A&M, we can win out the rest of the year. That FSU's game is going to be difficult, but I think we can still get to eight wins this year. I still think we can. But okay, that was just for my personal interest. That was 
not didn't have any playoff implications or anything. But those are the only good games that I found this week that are that are interesting enough for us to talk about before going into the NFL games, which this is my favorite part of the show because yep. mm-hmm. I get to hear your uh, extremely accurate predictions. Now, what I probably should have done was written down who got the most right. So that's what I'm going to do this week. So I okay. need like a piece of paper or something. So real quick, I'm going to grab one and then a pencil, which I'll find somewhere. I'm sure I have one. Uh, that is fine. And once again, while he's looking for that, I come to you again with our sponsors. So this episode is also sponsored by... Um, uh, Pizza and Ranch. So, once again, Pizza and Ranch, thank you so much, guys, for sponsoring us. Um, Once again, we would like to say, put ranch on your pizza. Their motto is, put ranch on your pizza, and it would be so good that you would slap your dog. Um, So, once again, oh my God. thank you so much uh, for sponsoring us. Um, Once again, that million-dollar check looks so good in our bank accounts. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe we will give some of it to charity. I don't know. I, I don't want to be a good guy today. Um, So, well, I believe that we'll be very, very selfish to just spend it on anime, school, and ourselves. Um, Thank you so much for the million-dollar check again. Um, So, with that being said, continue, Mr. Riley. Okay, I found a piece of paper and a pencil. Crazy. Um, all right, so the Thursday night football game on Amazon Prime Video is... Uh, we got a doozy. All right, we've got the Eagles taking on the Texans. The Eagles are favored by 13 and a half. Or 13 straight up. Just kidding. 13 straight up. I'm not going to tell you their records. I'm not going to tell you anything. <laughs> Who do you have winning this game, Hunter? Well, actually, funny story. I was actually um, attacked by an eagle the other day. Um, oh my god! Kind of. I mean, here's the thing. Maybe he wasn't bothering me, but he was kind of swooping low towards me, and he was. Ah! Maybe it wasn't eagle. Maybe it was a hawk. I don't know. It was a bird. So look, I have to go with the birds today. I, that was ugly. I'm, I might I cut like that, that out. I, like I might that. cut that out. But uh, <laughs> I'll go with the eagles. Win and okay. cover. Eagles to win and cover. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to write down cover. I guess I'll just put a little plus next to it if it means they cover. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles to cover also. Um, I think they're undefeated. They're only undefeated team in the NFL right now. And uh, they're going to keep winning. The Texans are bad. But shout out to Damian Pierce. We love Damian Pierce. Go Gators. Um, Then we go to the Sunday games. Um, It's the only Thursday game? That's yeah. There's one Thursday game, one one Monday game, right? Okay. Uh, so we've got Sunday games. We've got Chargers Falcons. Um, Chargers are favored by three, and it's in Atlanta. So who do you have? You can pick the birds again because of your bird story. Or... Well, well, the thing is, um, I will actually go with the birds again because my phone okay. is on 100, percent and I actually don't need a charger this time. So no chargers. No charger. No chargers. No charger. I go with the Falcons. Okay, so that means that they will cover as well because mm-hmm. you just straight up taking the Falcons. I'm also going to just straight up take the Falcons also. I don't think the Chargers are there right now, to be honest. Um, and the Falcons are surprisingly good as a team. They, they, they find ways to win games, whether it's against terrible teams like Carolina or whether it's against actually good teams. So I think they end up winning. Uh, not a very interesting pick on my part. Uh, Dolphins, Bears. Uh, Dolphins are favored by four and a half uh, in Chicago. Who do you have winning this game? 
Um, well, you know, I have to go to sea life this time. You know, I, I've I've been wanting to go on a cruise and you know, see dolphins as I enjoy my vacation on the cruise. So I will go with dolphins. Dolphins. Do they cover? No. No, no cover. What was the spread? Okay. What was the spread? Four and a half? No. No. Okay. Very good. Uh I'm gonna go with sea life also. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Dolphins, and I think they cover. I think the Bears are terrible. I can't believe they're 3-5, and five, to be honest. But, uh, you know, Justin Fields, he's getting it done, but he's not going to get it done this week. So Dolphins are going to win this game. Now we've got the battle of the, I mean, I guess, like, Jungle Cats. We've got the Panthers and the Bengals. Um, it's in Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's favored by 8. So what you going for? Mm, this might not appeal to the crowd or the listeners, mm. but Panthers. Okay, so Panthers are black, right? <laughs> yes, the Panthers. Well, it depends on the Panther, but yes, usually Panthers are black. Okay, go Panthers. I'll leave it up to the listeners of why I chose that. Okay, do they cover? <laughs> do, they, do they cover? They cover. What? Oh well. Oh yeah, they have to. If they're they're already the underdogs, so they have to cover. If you straight up pick the Panthers to win the game, that's nuts. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to go with your reasoning this time. Did you I'm understand my pick... reasoning? I did. I'm, okay. going... <laughs> I'm not going to give any more context. I... <laughs> I'm going to pick the Bengals and Joe Burrow to win and cover. Um, the Panthers are the worst team in football. They've just traded away Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers, and they got rid of Robbie Anderson, who was turns out to be a cancer in their team. So, you know, they, they're they the only team that has lost a coach this year. They're still playing with an interim head coach. I think they are the worst team in football, and they're going to lose to the Bengals, who are thriving, even without Jamar Chase right now. So Bengals win and cover. Uh, now we've got an NFC North matchup. We've got the Packers and the Lions. The Lions are not favored the packers are favored by three points so who do you have winning this bout of champions well once again not not really um you know i gotta get creative with this but you remember how Mm -hmm. i wanted to go on a cruise for the first time you did well how do you even get to the cruise first you have to pack your stuff oh right (laughs) i did not see that coming you have to pack your stuff and then go to the cruise you pack it and then you lie on a chair while you're on the cruise. That's right. You, so, so you're going with the lie? I, I go with the Packers. <laughs> okay. Okay. I tried to I tried to give you that one there. Uh, <laughs> do they cover? Do they cover? What's the spread? It's just three. Just three points for the Packers. Yeah, they'll cover. Okay. Uh, despite the Lions being one and six, I think Dan Campbell and the Lions get it done in Detroit. I think, I think they're going to stop losing and the Packers have lost like four in a row. They're going to keep losing. Go Lions and Dan Campbell and Jared Goff, etc. Ooh, um, Packers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We've got the Colts and the Patriots at one o'clock as well. Colts are... Just kidding. I don't know why I keep saying the team that isn't favored. The Patriots are favored by five and a half. 
So what you gonna do with this one? Uh, I have to stay consistent to last episode where I said Peyton Manning is still the quarterback for the Colts. I don't care what anybody says. He is the he is the quarterback for the Colts. He just I don't know. He changes skin sometimes um, to different people. So you know I I got to give it to Peyton Manning and the Colts. The Colts, okay. And then I'm gonna go with the Patriots because the Colts are a disaster. Uh, <laughs> Even though I picked them to be at the beginning of the year, this was before any teams that played. This is a little inside knowledge. I picked the Colts to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. It was before anything had happened. I don't know. I didn't know Matt Ryan was going to deflate every game and get sacked five times a game. And I didn't know DeForest Buckner was going to be in zero games. That's so. fair enough. I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to keep, you know, dominating, but, you know, the Colts are pretty bad. So, yeah, I'll go with the Patriots. Even the Patriots are pretty bad, too, right now. Just a lot of bad football and overall. Mac Jones kicking people in the nuts. Mac Jones is getting a little violent out there, yeah. He's <laughs> getting a little violent. Uh, getting a little violent. Bills, Jets, AFC North, not North, East matchup of champions. Uh, it's Buffalo favored by 13 points. In New York, who do you have and why? Well, I will have to go with the Bills. Do you want to know why? Absolutely. Well, because, um, you know, what is another name for money? Uh, oh, oh, Bills. bills. Yes. Bills on Bills on Bills. I, you know what? I, I need some Bills in my wallet right now. <laughs> you know, this, the, you know, Bills. Actually, at, you know, I'm going to do a play on words here. Bills are rolling in, so I need bills to pay for the bills. Okay, nice. There's a lot of bills there going on, so you know I have to keep it consistent and say I need bills to pay my bills so that I can watch the bills win. Bada boom, bada bing. Absolutely. And do the bills cover? What is the spread? I forgot already. 13 points for Buffalo. Yes, they cover. Oh my gosh. Because I need my rent to be covered. Gotta cover the rent. <laughs> I gotta cover the rent. <laughs> the play on words here is is it's undeniable. Uh, okay, I will go with the Bills as well. Um, do they cover? I don't know. The Jets are playing good football, but yes, the Bills will cover. <laughs> there we go. Needs your rent to be covered uh, as well, man. I need my rent to be covered by the Bills as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the beginning of the month. I need it's the end of the month. I need my bills to be covered. Um. Next game, last one o'clock game. Just kidding, I lied. Second to last one o'clock game, Vikings Commanders. Um, Minnesota is favored by three and a half points. Uh, your pick? I have to go with the Vikings because of Vinland Saga. Bada boom. Mm, Bada mm, mm, of course. And do and they, they cover? cover? They cover. Okay. I'm also going to go with the Vikings because of Vinland Saga. No, uh, because <laughs> Vinland Saga is a great show. But I'm going to go because how are the commies? Four and four. That's crazy. Because the Vikings are good. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Uh, they're good. Uh, we'll go with the Vikings. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Great commentary from me. Uh, Raiders, Jaguars. Las Vegas is favored by a point um, in Duval County. So who do you have winning this game? Mm, yeah, it's mm, a tough one. Mm, mm, that's a tough one. Uh, you know what? I don't have any logic for this one. So <laughs> I just, I'll just random, I'll flip a coin. Heads, tails, heads. You know, it was tails. So I have to go with the Jaguars to win. Okay. 
Jaguars to win? And do they, well, I guess they don't cover because, well, they have to cover because Las Vegas is favored. Okay, um, I uh, could just flip a coin on this one, too. They're both really stinky teams, to be honest. Uh, 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 yeah, this is a tank bowl. I think, <laughs> yeah, I know, terrible. I think I'll go with the Raiders because they have Devontae Adams. I'll go with the Raiders to cover. I mean, it's one point. Like, they have to cover, right? One point. Cut almighty. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. The four o'clock games. Um, we've got Rams at Bucks. Um, Tampa Bay is favored by three points. What do you think happens in this game? <laughs> I say the refs win. The refs. <laughs> I, I think I think you already know like who I choose. I say the refs win. I don't know what that means. Okay, I'll give you the bucks. Yeah, that's the bucks. <laughs> that, no, that's that's what I mean because you know Tom yeah, Brady with the. I know. The, I the, know okay, I know. okay, he got it. Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay, and so we cover three points. Yeah, the refs cover. <laughs> okay, the refs will cover. Fair enough. Um, now as a Bucks fan, I. <laughs> Feel good about yourself on that one. Uh, all right, so the Bucks are terrible right now. They are really, really bad. I don't know if you've been keeping up, but I have. they're three and five, and um, I don't think there's. I'm gonna pick against the Bucks until they win, and even though the Rams are pretty bad right now, we can't ever beat the Rams. So I'm actually gonna go with the Rams to win and cover. Um, even though the Bucks should win that game. Uh, it's very sad to say as a Bucks fan, but I'm not going to pick us until we win a game. So we lost five in a row, I think, or four or five in a row or something like that. It's been a lot. So Goodness. yeah, uh, before I start crying, let's go to Seahawks Cardinals, <laughs> Seahawks, Seahawks Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by two. What? What do you think about this one? I actually go with the Cardinals. You know, once again, I'm sure mm. Kyle Murray is still playing, right? Yes, he is. Kyle Murray's playing, yeah. yeah he's playing I, Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, he's playing Call of Duty? <laughs> and the new Call of Duty came out. But, I mean, you know, Cardinals are still still playing, so he's still playing for them. So, But he's playing Call of Duty more, I'm sure. So I say um, his, focus, his focus is on COD, so I say they lose that game. Okay, switching it up, switching it up to the Seahawks. That's nice. I'll actually also go with the Seahawks, not because of Call of Duty, but because I think the Seahawks are actually pretty good. So we'll go with the Seahawks. Um, and then the Sunday night game, Titans Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are favored by 12 at Arrowhead. So, you got a prediction for this one? Come on now, like this, this is this is easy, like this Mm. is very easy. Can't anybody beat the wife? No, they cannot (laughs) beat Patrick Mahomes and wife plus wife. Patrick Mahomes plus wife, good call back. Come on now. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes plus wife all day. Let's ride. Okay. I'll put down let's ride. I'll put down Pat Mahomes plus wife. <laughs> uh, and do they, do they cover? Absolutely. 12 points. Okay. I'm going to agree. I think Pat Mahomes and wife win and cover. Um, I think the Titans are the same record as the Chiefs, but not because they're the same um Talent wise and skill wise, I think the Chiefs are much better. Their wins are better than the Titans. Titans play in an easy division. Like four of the games that they played already have been against either the Colts or the Texans or the Jaguars. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to win and cover. 
And then finally, the Monday night football game, Ravens, Saints, in Nolens. <laughs> Baltimore is favored by three. Who do you have and why? Uh, even though the Saints quarterback is trash, you know, you got to put your faith in AK. Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Mm. Wins. Mm. He has eight touchdowns that game. No, I'm just kidding. Eight touchdowns. Okay. I mean, he already set the franchise record in the uh, at the Saints for, I think Christmas. it was like five. That Christmas game? Last, yeah, it was, it was the Christmas game. Yeah. Yeah. So five touchdowns. Got to go with. 8K and Saints. Okay, okay. Well, this is a tough one because I don't care about either team, but I'm going to say the Ravens and Lamar Jackson pull this one out. I think they cover three points. I mean, that's not that much. I think the Ravens could do that. I think so. You sound very just the best comment. I know, just the greatest commentary for me today. But yeah, those are all your games. So yeah, Broncos not playing. Look forward to seeing. Let's ride. What's Let's up? ride. What about what about Broncos? Let's ride. Broncos country are on a bye this next week. So so they're riding straight into the bye. I yeah. think they won a first game, didn't they? They beat the someone <laughs> uh, in London yesterday. I think they beat the Jets. Maybe I don't know. I didn't wake up early enough to watch that game. I think it was the Jets. Yeah, I know. And then he, he, was, he was very happy. And he was just like, let's ride, Broncos Station. He said, let's ride. We beat the, we beat the, we beat, <laughs> beat the, the Jets. Jets. Let's, let's ride. ride. <laughs> let's ride. All right, let me see. I know they played early. I was looking forward to that pick. They, oh, no, they beat the Jags. Never mind. Let's ride. Yeah. Even better. Because <laughs> the Jets are actually a good team this year. That's crazy. Broncos country. Let's ride. So, yeah. <laughs> They're actually they're actually on a bye this week, so he's riding right into the bye week. So we'll see Broncos country and Russ cook next week. But that is all the games for this week. Um, so yeah, yeah, very very good stuff. Um, do you have anything else to say before we wrap this one up? Oh, um, I will say to the listeners out there, um, look forward to the next few episodes because we will get a little interesting on the next one. I will not spoil it, but um, we will get oh. very interesting. I believe that you guys will like this one. Um, also, we will discuss, you know, Texas A and M and you know recruiting oh and stuff God, like that. Man. We will talk about that in um one of the um future episodes as well. So, yeah, if if you are interested in that topic and are curious to hear our thoughts and hear additional information that you haven't heard before um yeah chime in to that um episode in the future and of course we will let you guys know well we will try to let you guys know but um yeah so next few episodes will be pretty good for you yeah man don't get me started on the recruiting stuff i'll i'll go i'll i'll go ballistic all right <laughs> I'll, I'll just turn into the I'll turn into the Joker and just be like, I'm going nuts over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're just, we're not only an anime and, and football podcast, we promise. So we'll bring you some good, some good stuff in the next couple of weeks that aren't just football recaps, but we hope you all like these because uh, we like making them. So Hunter, do you have anything to say before we wrap this one up? Broncos country, 
Let's ride. Let's ride. And to the millions and millions of people listening around the world, thank you so much for listening to the TBD podcast. Uh, let us know what to name this one. Because we didn't really come up with a name for this one this week, did we? Um, I don't think so. But, no, but yeah, you guys can let us know in the comments in Spotify and uh, in Apple Podcasts and anywhere where you're listening to this. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you all in the next one.